Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. That's a lot of 101, Heroes 101, Rogue One. Uh, good evening and welcome to the Heroes 101, Rogue One special. As always, we are your one-stop shop for positivity and optimism to balance out the evil empire. Um, as usual, I am your host, Spectre, from the New York Initiative, and I'm joined as ever by the lovely rock and roll from the San Francisco Initiative. Hello, my dear. Oh, my God, I so wanted to sound like a Wookiee or Yoda. I can't do the Wookiee sound. I've tried. 30 years. I can't. I can't. But you can do it, right? <laughs> As he just drank a glass I'm of choking on some bread and <clears throat> cod right now. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, I. <laughs> how are you doing, Spectre? Sorry. I'm doing all right. And, of course, we are joined, as usual, this. by our faithful, friendly neighborhood night bug on the soundboards with some freaking... You, you, know, you, you must learn the ways of the force. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you recognize the uh, the intro music, obviously, from Rogue One, which has blown not just our minds, but a lot of people's minds recently, which is awesome to see, I, uh, to see, I must say. Um, so uh, who the hell are we? <laughs> we are uh, Heroes 101 Radio. We are a radio show, a podcast, whatever you want to call us in this newfangled day and age. Um put together to spread a bit of positivity and good news about the unsung heroes in, in everyday life, the people who uh, go above and beyond to help people in their communities and just do a bit of good for the world around them. Um, although this week we're talking about Star Wars, but uh, outside of just being geeks and talking about Star Wars, we are part of a group called The Initiative, who are a worldwide group with uh, teams across uh, the U.S. and into Europe, and we do a ton of stuff involving homeless outreach, free self-defense classes, public safety patrols, uh, needle pickups. Um, you, you name it, we do it in terms of uh, trying to get involved and make our communities a better place. Um, so that's who we are. And last week we had our four-year anniversary show. And, man, that was good. What, what did you think, Rook? Oh, I had so much fun. It was, it was a little ridiculous, and that's just the way I like our radio shows to go. Ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I've got to say thanks. It blew my mind the number of people who sent in recordings wishing us happy four-year anniversary and uh, really, really awesome people. So thank you, everyone, who sent in uh, well wishes. And if you didn't, why not? Right? Didn't you feel special? Every time every time Bug played one, I went, wow, that person said this one too? That is, it, was, it was like opening a bunch of cards on the air. Fantastic. It really was. Like, uh, you know, we've, we've had birthdays, like our own birthdays recently. Then we get the Heroes 101 birthday. We have Thanksgiving. We have Christmas. It was Halloween. I mean, this uh, this time of year is good to us. 
Right, it rocks, and I know rock. <laughs> oh, Sometimes I, I just don't then... understand human behavior. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mike. We just locked half our listeners with that line. I, I apologize. It gets better, I promise. So I'm just a little giddy stupid, yeah. Oh, you and me both, you know. My, and just the thought of talking about Star Wars. I've been feeling sick as a dog today, but I've been bouncing off the walls just with the thought of having a Star Wars-themed show again, and this is our second second go-around. Um, but I, I was going to say, I mean, to start off with why... And for those people who don't know, to say that we love Star Wars... And and lots of people love Star Wars, right? They watch the movies, their kids watch the movies, they're really into it, it it's cool. Um, they have a good time. I, I, I don't want to say we're more into Star Wars, that we love Star Wars more, but if you look at the, the photos of Rock and Bugs' Star Wars-themed wedding, um, or maybe Bugs' last birthday when we sat around and played Star Wars role-playing games for hours and hours, twice in a week in San Francisco, um, we we get pretty crazy, and you know I, I saw I saw someone defending recently on on the internet the fact that they didn't like Rogue One and they 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 nitpicked it and were just a real downer about it, and other people were just harassing them and they said, hey, I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm not a Star Wars fanatic, and you know what I think I'm a Star Wars fanatic and there's probably something wrong with me and I'm quite glad and hope that I never get better. That, I think that that's how I feel about my Star Wars. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What what is wrong with me? Okay, yeah, first of all, you can say that we're more into Star Wars than, let's say, the average Star Wars fan. I, I would put myself up against the average Star Wars fan any day. I mean, when you start getting into, what it, we, we take lightsaber classes, for crying out loud, I have Star Wars tattooed on my arm. Yeah, I mean, we're we're we make Star Wars Christmas cookies every year. We're kind of ridiculous, um, and and yeah, I'm a fanatic, and I'd, I'll be the first one to admit I love this, and I think that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, I can nitpick stuff about the movies, but ask me if I don't love them. I love them, love them. I, I just love the fact that there are all these new stories coming out. You know, love them. So yeah, we're we're fanatics, and proud of it. Newton and proud, <laughs> isn't that it? Yeah, <laughs> nerd and proud. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got to ask then, and I, I've got my own reasons. But what what is it about Star Wars? Because there's you know there's a bunch of other stuff. I mean, why why are we not Doctor Who fans? And you know maybe we are as well. But in, it, why why is Star Wars top of the pile for us above and beyond everything else? Uh, mm. For me personally, uh, Star Wars came out. I'm I'm much older than you <laughs> and, and Star Wars came out at a time when I was having a really uh, it was a rough time in my childhood my parents were divorcing and um, you know here came Star Wars and, and the force and I had never heard of anything like the force before I was just raised a forced Catholic is what I call it you, you were forced into being you know Catholic and so when I heard about the force and, and, and just everything that, that had this, this, this whole clear cut good and bad side you know i loved that um because that's missing from a lot of shows now i mean a lot of uh movies and stories is that there is no clear-cut bad guy it's just the people who believe that that they're more right in in what they're attempting to do than the others and and in star wars it just seemed like there was clear-cut good and bad and uh these characters were amazing despite you know where they came from and that crappy i mean come on tattooing is crap and, and here from from Tatooine, 
from there, uh, you know, we get awesome heroes. You know that that. Anyways, I'm I'm babbling, but it to me it represented everything that could be and everything that I actually wanted in a religion. Not that I, you know, I'm. If you ask me, if I'm, you know, what is the name for someone who who uh, practices the force other than Star Wars fanatic? It's not like we're Buddhists or you know forces. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Spectre's going rock. What are you saying? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm a dork. I really want to talk about this movie. Go ahead. I'll, I'll yeah, start now. No, so, you know, oh, for yeah. me, you kind of touched on it there as well. There, there's a lot. When I was a kid growing up and I first saw Star Wars, I was crazy. You know, I grew up in, in England, right, where mm-hmm. the land of King Arthur and knights and wizards. And, Wait, you know, you're from England? What? Yeah, no. Okay. I've been there <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, you know, that, that stuff was, you know, you, you could drive around and see medieval things in the countryside, you know, stuff that's there in, in nature, stuff that's man-made. And, uh, um, so, you know, it's very easy to transport yourself as a kid in that kind of an environment. And, and especially I was a kid with a very active imagination, probably too active for my own good. Um, but, and, and, you know, but, but Star Wars to me was taking those legends that, that I'd grown up with and was in love with and turning them into a sci-fi story. You've still got, you know, the young boy, the peasant who goes on a journey and becomes a knight, you know, the wizard who takes him on that journey, the, the dark knight that he fights at the end to save the princess. You know, it's all very classic stories. Right. Um, and, and they're very Western stories, but the philosophy behind it is very Eastern. You know, the, like you said, there is kind of like almost a Buddhist, especially, and, uh, you know, people hate on the, the prequel movies, and I don't know whether Rogue One is one, we can debate that in a minute. But, uh, you know, for me, even, even aspects like uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, when he's about to fight Darth Maul, and he's sat there in that, in that space with these shield things in front of him, just meditating before he goes into battle. And things like that are very, very Eastern and, and, and kind of Buddhist, and, and there's, you know, Shinto aspects in there and samurai aspects in there. And to me, that was like the best of the East, the best of the West, in just an awesome action story, you know? So why wouldn't you love it? Right, absolutely. And if you think about, you know, um, the more I learned about it, the more I fell in love with it. I, I mean, I, I remember the, uh, the part that Alec Guinness played, you know, Obi-Wan was originally going to be played by um, one of my favorite people, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> one of my favorites right now, and I'm I'm trying to read things and talk at the same time. Toshiro Mufune, um, you know, he was he was originally supposed to, or or did Lucas write that with him in mind? I think that was one of his early considerations, yeah. at, at bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been interesting. That would have been. Did you know that, Spectre? Actually, I, I did not, and you know, I can't imagine. I can't imagine a different Obi-Wan now, especially as we've seen Ewan McGregor be almost a young Alec Guinness. You know, that's oh, a, he's great. Isn't he great? Yeah. I was just talking about that today, thinking, you know, telling somebody he just makes the best. Because yeah, you could picture him. Because I watched A New Hope yesterday, and um, and now those, those first few lines mean even more. Uh, but anyway, I, looking at him, you're going, oh, yeah, you make an excellent older, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, yeah. great casting. But so uh, what that, about you, Bug? Yeah, our, what about our, you, Bug? And Bug? Bug is, by the way, our resident. I think we had, did we have a, a birthday show with you where we challenged people to um, stump you on, was it Star Wars or 
Oh. Or the Marvel Universe? It was, it was, or Spider-Man? I think it was it was all things Spider-Man, Star Wars, and I'm sure there's something else, too. Right. This guy, I, he's a walking Star Wars trivia game. So, Spectre, the next time you're here, um, we're going to have to play Star Wars trivia so we can see uh, you know, see how we fare against him. People, I think I'd kill it. You know, I'd feel embarrassed about how much of a margin I would win by. With you guys, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> you know. Literally, I may as well just lose right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to get to talk to some of the uh, details. Of anyway, okay. So I'll, oh, I'll button yeah. my lip. I, yeah, you please take over, Spectre, because I'm just really, I'm, I'm a dork right now. I just, I'm as excited <laughs> as you are, but I've, I don't know how to shut up as, as well, obviously. Yeah, well, this, this movie's turned us all into a gibbering wreck, I think. So I just got, <laughs> got to go there. Rogue One, what, what did you guys think? Holy hell, it was amazing. I mean, it really was. The whole thing, I, I think everybody's favorite, favorite scene in the movie, if you were to take a poll, favorite scene, Darth Vader. Did that give you chills? It gave me chills. Oh, that it was, was ridiculous. terrifying, wasn't it? I mean, the, the it was, guy- the guy at wow. the door with the disc, open the door! Like, well, everybody's right? being slaughtered behind him in the most incredible, like slamming the guy against the roof, slicing more, oh like choking another right. one. Oh, holy shit. He was such a badass, and he was freaky. You were going, oh my God, sir, I wanted to get away from him. I'm going, run, run, yeah. get away, you know. It, it, it's the closest I think we've gotten so far to a Star Wars slasher moment. He was he was like he was like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> he was. He was, he was like Jason wait. Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger all rolled into one. Right? Yeah, I I was watching that with my mouth open. I couldn't blink. I didn't want to miss anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh, that was that was you know from the from the moment it started and I love I love because you know last year I saw The Force Awakens 10 times in 10 days. Just because I wanted to. I had to. I'm going, i, I got to do this. You know, there hasn't been a new Star Wars movie out in 30 years, so I'm for what's in my life I'm going to do this. So just watching, you know, the opening scenes where it's, it's space, and then there's a battle cruiser. So I love how they're keeping that, you know, tradition of, of starting it off with space and then a ship. Yeah, so I, I love from the opening, I'm going, yes, they did it again. You know what I loved as well is it starts off and it feels like it's going to be Star Wars and you get the Lucasfilm logo come up and, you know, it feels very familiar. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, it doesn't, it doesn't have the scrolling writing. It doesn't have the typical Star Wars music. This isn't, you know, this isn't your normal Star Wars movie. And yet at the end of the movie, it was 100% your normal Star Wars movie, it, you know, times a thousand. Um, I, I love the way they did that. It was like, here's a new story. It's a spin-off. It's you know, it's it's not part of the core Star Wars storyline. And then by the end of it, it couldn't couldn't have been more Star Wars, you know. Right, right, exactly. Oh, by the way, you know what? And this isn't a by the way. This is like I said, you and I could go on for three hours about this, but we do have a couple of guest um, hosts with us this evening. And these are two of the biggest Star Wars nerds. One of them, I don't know, I think he and Bug might go head-to-head on um, Star Wars trivia, and that would be Biff, as in Biff and the Danimator from Geek Power Radio. We've got Geek Power Radio on with us. Should we bring him into this? 
too late. Like, they're in. Yes. Hi, yeah, we got a brand Hello. Here. And here's their intro sound. Murderless. 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 Thank you, thank you both Whoa. for that. That was by request. Welcome, Biff and the Daminator. Uh, in other words, Yay, Radio. Hey, guys. Hey. What's up? What's up? <laughs> How you doing, Biff? How you doing, Biff? How you doing, Daminator? I'm pretty spiffy. I don't have a transforming... Uh, I, I, I smell the geek prime, just but... pouring out of this. I smell the geek just pouring out. Right? The geek right? juice oh is rank. Wow, yes. okay. <laughs> you can't tell these guys out their own radio show, can you? No, not at all. Oh. They're so shy. They're so yes, shy. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, real quick, before we get into it, because we're just going to launch all into it in a second, but I want to acknowledge a couple of comments on um, on the in the chat room. And um, Titus Lupus, who uh, <laughs> is such a cool name uh, for a chat room, but he really <laughs> goes by. Isn't that you, Frost? It is, right? Um he he was mentioning that George Lucas was a fan of Carl Jung and his books on mythology, so that that makes sense when you talk about the whole Buddhist Eastern thing. So yeah, and and we've also got Impact in the chat room saying, "Imagine Vader taking on the younglings like that. Oh, that's horrible! Oh. Just flinging children around. That's terrible. Oh my God! But that's that's true because he he did. That's that's awful. Anyway." Um, no, no, it's Wolf. I, not Fox. I'm sorry. I meant Wolf. How you doing, honey? Well, we're so glad you're here. Um, so Biff and uh, uh, the animator, what did you think? Well, you I first, guess Biff. it was okay. I guess it was all right, I guess. And that's okay. when we hung up on Biff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, welcome here. He is, he is stupid. <laughs> No, it was great. Everything was great. Was it the best shot cinematically or what? It was great. Everything was fine? Yeah, pretty are we all, are great. We all just, uh, am I the only non-fanboy here? I mean, I loved it, but everything, everything was fine. Everything's totally fine. It was fine. a little wrong. It might be a little wrong for me. Maybe <laughs> I agree wrong. with Impact. I agree with the impact in the chat. It, it skipped around a little too much in the beginning. I'm like, wait, what fucking planet am I on? I don't know what's going on here. Like, who is, what is oh, this? Yeah. Like, why are we here now? And then I was cards. not. What? They have title cards now. You knew where you were. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't have no, there's no frame of reference. It's a fucking planet I've never heard or seen or anything. And it's like, I, I didn't know who's on where and what am I talking about? And, Anyway, but I, I was not a fan of uh, of that, and I was not a fan of uh, animated Tarkin, uh, Polar Express Tarkin. I, I was not a fan of that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's the one big complaint I'm hearing is that uh, people were talking about the, the CG in it. You know, it was just like Tarkin was too much. So I was a fan of Tarkin. The planet of yeah, the like McGregor's one of <laughs> Thanks, Impact. You like Tarkin? I like Tarkin yeah. better than I like uh, Leia. Leia was a little. Leia was was, was flashing me back to uh, to CG Flynn from Tron Legacy. It was like, oh, something does not look right. But but, but Tarkin, I don't know. They he did look right. The technology, you know, they he made it look really. But right. he looked. 
animated, slightly animated. So at the same time, it was, you know what? The, here's the thing, though. I don't know if you guys, if it, you know, if it's just me, but I'm such a fan that the fact that they were there, uh, I accepted it. I knew that they were going to have somebody CG because they can't bring back everybody, especially dead people, you know. So, um, or can they? So I, I accepted it. I was I like, whatever. They, they need parking. Yeah, right. I, I not yet at least impacts me. Um, I so I accepted it. I thought, well, hell, they got to bring it back. This is the best they can do. Obviously, this is the top technology that we have right now. Um, so I was okay with it as long as the story kept moving, which it did. So you know, what, it did. We're it going did. straight into into complaints. I only have one, <laughs> and it, it's perhaps an obscure one, but. I, and I actually argued with someone about this the week before Rogue One came out, and they were saying, uh, you know, when uh, in, in uh, Episode Four in A New Hope or Star Wars or whatever the hell you want to call it, depending on your age, um, <laughs> there's, there's a point where Mon Mothma's, you know, they're looking at the the, um, the the scan of the battle station and talking about how they're going to blow up the Death Star, and Mon Mothma says many Bothans died to bring us these plans. And we nope. argued. He was saying it was said many rebels died, and I said no. The original version, nope. many bosuns died. Jedi, no. right? Nope, 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 yeah. nope. Totally wrong on all fronts. All fronts are incorrect because that what? was not in Episode Four. That was in Return of the Jedi. The Bobbins yeah, that was were reported three. to be. There you go. Part three, six, Eight. six. The six. third story. Yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah, you got right, it. You right. got it. Right. So <laughs> what we're hoping for is we're hoping for a whole nother story on Bothans, because, I mean, if it was so significant that Mon Mothma had to stop in the middle of this whole giant thing she was giving to the troops to, you know, look just sad and and we should have a story about the Bothans. Well, that's because someone was saying it's because she clearly had a Bothan boyfriend on the side. Wait, where's the proof of that? There's there's none. She was so sad about it. The fact that many died can't make you sad? Oh, God. No, like one, of her, one of the Bothans that died was her dude. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, it, the it, is confusing. <laughs> it is confusing. It is confusing because you do see Mon Mothma in, in Rogue One, and you're like, oh, you, you have this connection with her line in Return of the Jedi, and so you expect to hear something about it, but they didn't. So it's, it's understandable uh, that maybe- audiences are confused. Maybe the Bothans didn't uh, didn't get there yet. You know, this was, it wasn't a factor yet, so it's like okay. Well, I'm still holding um, out for the Bothans then. Cause well, they're, they're, there's yeah, just too many awesome. Death Stars, too many Death Stars to get confused about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so many Death Stars. It's, it's oh, kind oh, of, oh, that was another. That's, that's another logic but, point. Like at some point, but, like in you're watching Rogue One, and suddenly the Death Star just appears on the horizon. Like it's bam, it's just right there. It's like damn it, we're fucked. Where was that technology <laughs> in in Star Wars: A New Hope? Like they had this whole time frame where they're waiting for it to like come around the planet. You know, there's a planet in the way, and it's like the Death Star is now in firing range, and it's like, oh shit, now we're gonna die. It, oh, it's kind of like a just... town car. It's, it's got good top speed, but not a very good uh, tight turning circle. <laughs> so if they want to go around it, they have to really slow it wow. down to turn a corner. <laughs> well, I think it, it must have been a, a smaller planet. Because that thing was oh. up the whole horizon. Yeah. And if you look at that, that cheesy 1970s graphic from 1977, where it's, you know, it's coming slowly around Yavin, it looks really small. So Impact in the chat room is saying Bothans are going to be in Rogue 2, let's hope. Uh, and uh, planets act as gravity wells and pull DS out of the Death Star, out oh, of hyperspace. Death- ah. 
Yes. Interesting. Get your internet to work. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. I'll be so with a really good tan. <laughs> right? All right, I'm exactly. going to go kill our dog because he keeps scratching to go out and doing nothing. All right, dog, bye. Don't you know we're having a radio show, puppy? So <laughs> our dog just doesn't get it right now. Anyway, so, um, okay, so we're complaining already. How about the things that you loved? How about what you really liked about this? Because I just sat there, I, and i got to tell you, let me, let me tell you real quick. I have to preface this with we went to, because the theater we wanted to go to, uh, we couldn't get there on time, and I hate getting to theaters late because then you get the crap seats, which ironically happened anyway. But we ended up at a theater that was a little more, um, well, let's just put it this way. It was in a part of town where people are not that polite and don't usually sit quiet in theaters for anything and usually talk too much and yell and all that. And it was start at the beginning of uh, the all of the previews. It was so noisy in there, and I'm going, great, we came here, it's going to be crap because too many people are going to be talking through the movie, blah, blah, blah. From the moment the movie started, no one talked, and I turned and looked at about 30 minutes into the movie and looked around, and everyone in the theater had their eyes just glued to the screen, and and it was amazing. I'd never seen that many people just quiet and glued to the screen at once, so... um, I guess they liked it as much as I did because they all clapped at the end like me. Pretty cool. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> what did so you love about it? Let's, let's do the rounds then, and, and uh, everyone can throw out their, their high point, their, their favorite moment, or maybe maybe a couple because it, it's kind of hard to narrow it down of Rogue One. Uh, let's start Danimator. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no pressure. I mean, you? honestly, I was – and there's a lot of fun scenes, especially with the droid as being my one of – my favorite characters, K- K2, I yeah. think. Uh, there are also good moments with the... Uh, what was the blind guy's name? Somebody help me. The blind oh. guy was... <laughs> Chirrut Imwe. Okay, so that guy. I, <laughs> I enjoyed looking at him and thinking, oh, the Obi-Wan that could have been. But really, I just had <gasps> a, a moment of... Uh, well, because you guys know that, right? Like, uh, Let's see. Oh, let's see. Biff, Biff got disconnected. Oh, now he's back. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I'm getting text at the same time. Uh, so, okay. what's his name? What, what's the guy's name from Yojimbo and, and Sanjuro? What's that? What's, what's the actor's name? Tashiro Mifune. I just mentioned him. Okay. Yeah, Mifune was supposed to be Obi-Wan, right? So, like, here yeah, we are with this, that too. you know, Asian-like Jedi dude, and you're like, oh, wow, this is like, that's what Obi-Wan could have been like, you know, it's like really cool and Japanese-inspired, I mean, really fun. Um, but really, my favorite moment is just sitting there in this world where a story is being told, and I'm just like, I'm in. I'm all in. You guys tell whatever fucking story you want. You got this world covered. <laughs> and I just in this moment of just like, I love this. I would watch a movie about a janitor cleaning toilets in this world. You guys have me fascinated right now. Just bring it. <laughs> so that was just this moment that I had. And it's no, it's no particular moment. It's just sort of like, wow, this is, this is amazing. So. That's, that's so I, nothing specific. Oh yeah, go ahead. I already gave mine, um, so somebody else can, uh, can you know. Have we got, have we got Biff back on the line? Hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So favorite moment of Rogue One, then Biff. 
Uh, I think my favorite moment of Rogue One was the space battle. I oh. think it was good because we didn't get one really in like the episode seven, you know what I mean? And that was always my favorite part was the space battles. We got an epic yeah. one in this show. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Totally yeah, but like you say, I mean, epic, the the Star Destroyers smashing into each other, crashing. Oh, wasn't that killed. beautiful? Yeah, really. There is not a more satisfying sight than to see a Star Destroyer <laughs> go nose down into anything. You know what I mean? That was, that was just satisfying as fuck. That was awesome. Oh, man. We're going, yeah, do it, do it. Yeah. So it's just slicing the other one in half. That was excellent. It was a really fun excellent. sequence. Yeah. Well, what about you, Nightbug? Oh, man. Trying to narrow it down. I know we all covered the Vader scenes. Um, Dan Mayer was mentioning he thought it was it was great how Vader actually did a pun for the first time ever. Oh, my God. What was that about? <laughs> oh, the joke that joke. Was, that was, yeah. yeah. Joke, joke. Hashtag joke dad humor. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I was thinking of something else before my turn came up, and then I had a brain fart. Uh, we can come back to you if you want. Well, I think it just had to do with <clears throat> it's great to have another movie, and, and Force Awakens had this going for it. We had three prequels worth of basically knowing the backstory and knowing who lives and who dies to an extent. And we know nothing about these people other than what's told to us in this movie. Now we know. Uh, we know how they fit it in the larger trilogy. But it was it was cool not knowing what was going to happen with anybody. Um, yeah. But I think that's probably what that. made it more exciting. I like that, too. I take it back. I take back my, huh. my, my, my moment. I, I was very happy with the ending. Oh, I, oh. I really... <laughs> I really, oh, I, I had talked to this about with people the day before or a couple of days before we saw the movie, and I was like, you know what I hope happens in the end? I hope everybody fucking dies. <laughs> I really do. I really hope that, I said, but you know what? They'll never be that bold. They would never do that. It's Disney. Come on, they've they won't do that. They've got toys to sell. They've got cereal. Right? <laughs> they've got <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. He was. He was so happy coming out of the theater. He was going, Everybody died. They did it. And he just loved it. And I went, wow, dude. I'm sitting here slightly depressed, even though you knew, because none of them show up, you know, in, in any of the other movies. Yeah. So even knowing, I'm still going, oh, come on, one of them. One of them's got to make it out. Oh, just one. But eh, not one. Not one. Nope. Damn. Not even that's the That's war, baby. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> that's war. <laughs> And how much did you feel it now? You said yourself when you were watching the uh, opening credits of uh, New Hope, the first yeah. few lines of that crawl, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You they guys, just has, lose has, their, anybody, yeah. has anybody watched A New Hope since you saw Rogue One? Not yet. No. no. Oh, my God. Go watch A New Hope again. And the opening crawl, once you read those lines, and we've read them for 30 years, but now you read them again, you're going, holy crap. That's right, and I saw it. I saw what they're talking about in the opening crawl. So it's it's it it, it makes it, and I love that they managed to make a thirty year old crawl mean even more now. Now every time I see it, I'm gonna get that little twinge going. Oh, oh, poor things. 
<laughs> you know, seriously, that's that's how I'm gonna feel. Yeah. The other thing um, I appreciated was uh, Jimmy Smith coming back yeah. as Organa, and by no means did he make or break the sequel movies, but I enjoy them putting him in as a respectful nod to yes, those movies did really happen, <laughs> whether we like them or not, and and uh, the fact that his line about uh, you know calling in his friend or whatever. Um, being the the nod to General Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, eventual appearance in A New Hope, saying I trust him with my life. Yeah. Yes. So happy, happy. It it felt a bit like, and you know, it's funny. I just realized right now that everyone who is live um, has been in a Star Wars RPG game of mine. <laughs> so that, that was something about <clears throat> Rogue One felt like a little side adventure in the. Uh, in the Star Wars RPG universe, almost. Oh, yeah. Okay. By the sure, way, we're bringing Impact, uh, Impact in right. because uh, he's, he's been holding. So, I know, he's chomping at the bit to say something, too, because he's a nerd like us. Right. Nerd. Oh. Impact Sorry, I like, didn't so much see it. I, I had so I much know. to say, and typing just wasn't doing it. No. no. Um, by the way, said. Impact, by the way, is a real-life superhero from um, originally from North Carolina, um, Durham Hill, and uh, yep. now has relocated to Mississippi. So if you're there, yes, say hi to him. There you go. So I, I know you're trying to get last week, and we sang happy birthday in the most wondrous fashion. Oh, it was glorious. It was magic. It was so, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> the force was with us. So, all right, spill it. I know you're dying. Just, just say what you wanted uh, to say. All right. So aside from the fact that I thought Tira was the coolest thing to ever happen to Star Wars because he's not a Jedi, but he is likely a Force-sensitive with no formal training, and the Force clearly has some sort of protection over him for saving him. One of the really interesting – one of the things I was super worried about with this movie was the backstory of Rogue Squadron, which is the squadron that Luke and Wedge find found between four and five. I was super, I was very upset when I saw the name Rogue One, because I'm like, no. Rogue Squadron is that, is Luke and Wedge's baby. They made it. But this movie did it perfectly because basically it established Rogue Squadron as a memorial to the people who bought the plans because Rogue Squadron and the Expanded Universe, which is now known as Legends, also acts as an espionage group on occasion. So I thought that was brilliant how they did that because it really stopped everything I was I was worried about with that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I thought that was a cool link. Because I was, I was so, like, for months, I was like, no. Rogue Squadron was Luke and Wedge, not these random people. It was not an espionage group. And then I was like, oh, okay, this works. <laughs> Nerd. Dude, That's Star good. Wars was my entire childhood and slash adolescence slash now. So... Yep, so it was right it was a big deal for me for it to be to be crap. Like I still I still remember the first time I watched it at like six years old. Wow, so, that's you know, right. I mean, I, you're so young. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a baby. You are. You're such a baby compared to the rest of us. Biff, what did you give your couple favorite moments? Oh yeah, they, they all died. He did. He did. That's right. I like the robots. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. good. I I think Specter yeah. Specter one of you was was left not not. Oh me yeah I was left. Um you know yeah. <laughs> also for me Chiro I mean geez that his scene where he dies you know the I am one with the force and the force is with me as he walks out amidst the death troopers firing at him it's you know that that's like Star Wars saving Private Ryan right everyone's getting right? fucked up dead bodies everywhere and he's just focused and calm and you know for me it was the combination of his death um in in that kind of calm peaceful way followed by the other dude with the big gun who's just like fuck you guys Please. I'm killing every one of you motherfuckers and he walks out right. he's been shot like eight times he's can't even stand anymore and he's still killing them and, and that I yeah. that expected a better rampage to me was awesome well you know I think I that wanted the, a better their relationship oh you wanted a better one well their their relationship was really cool I so thought he was going to everybody well he murdered he murdered a few he went out well the thing is he went out in a blaze of glory, and that's how most warriors want to go, you know, they picture themselves, and he did, blaze but of glory, so, both of them. And yeah, then, you know, Jin what, and well, I loved was, um, and, and I don't know, I mean, uh, people really seem to talk down about the Clone Wars series these days, everyone's all for Star Wars Rebels, but I loved the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, no, and, Clone um, Wars was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and like, and saw Guerrera, who was in the Clone Wars cartoons, and he was in a, a series of books that come before Rogue One as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought seeing his character so well fleshed out, this like gnarly half robot kind of breathing his drugs through his breathalyzer thing. I mean, <laughs> so well done. And did you know, did, or did anyone know his the origins of Saul Guerrera prior to his appearing on the Clone Wars? No. No. Apparently, for a while, Lucas was talking about doing like a, I think they were going to call it Star Wars Underworld series, and that's what that canceled uh, Star Wars 1313 game grew out of. It was all based in a CD Coruscant Underworld type of thing, but apparently Saw Gerrera was a character that was supposed to appear first on that Star Wars Underground series. And instead, when it didn't pan out, a lot of the elements from that ended up in Clone Wars and the canceled game, and then Rogue One. Huh. Hmm. Cool. And wasn't that oh. chick with her ship from Rebels? She's in the final battle, right? If I heard yeah. that correctly. Is that right? Because I'm, I'm ashamed to admit we fell way behind on Rebels. I think we watched maybe the first three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, the ghost. Yeah, I haven't watched very many episodes myself. It kind of seemed kind of kiddish to me, but everybody says that I'm missing out. But I guess she was in the I heard heard the droid uh, from that show also shows up in a little cameo also. Yeah, I'd heard, yeah, he was also in it as well. Yeah, I also heard that the part where Galen Erso is blown up and dies on, uh, they're kind of on this runway thing, this hangar thing sticking out from the cliffs, and apparently there's a parallel one that the ghost is docked at that that one as well. So apparently it must show up a couple of times in the movie, I guess. Uh, hmm. So sneaky Star Wars bastards. (laughs) They They had some good Easter eggs to the shows in this one. Yeah. You, and you there knew was, of some more? There was, yeah. Wait, nobody's mentioned the big, the big Star Wars Easter egg. None of you guys have mentioned it yet. 
wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very beginning. That was, I knew, love that. That was beautiful. You yeah. knew the show was in good hands when you saw Blue Milk in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. My other, uh, the other one, I think we all, I, I, at least I think no one mentioned it. I was outside with the dog for a second. Uh, there are these guys. You just watch yourself. We wanted men. I yep. have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be yeah, careful. That was. Yep. That was a little off. Awesome. That was that was really cool seeing that. <laughs> you know, I, I actually what? missed that. I'm sad to say. I was, uh, I don't know. No. Oh, away yeah, by they the bumped thing. into like, uh, they oh. bumped into Jane, to Jen. <laughs> they did, Jen yeah. was Luke. They did, they, they right. told it ex- exactly. Exactly. Then you know what I, what I wanted to talk about too was, what did you guys think I'll be honest, I, I love seeing Vader, but I love this costume more from Hope than I did from this one because it's like there's so many differences. I, I mean, I'm sure he probably has different outfits, but I'm just so spoiled with classic Vader. You know, the cape and the crotch were different, and then they had the, the tablets went under red. the shoulder armor. Yeah, I love the red eyes. Love the red eyes. But the he had the red tablet. eyes in the original, though, I believe. You can That's right. A lot when he, he had them, the but they weren't. Fighter. These these seemed a lot more obviously red than in the original. Yeah, yeah. It was high def, yeah, man. I think so. Yeah, true that. Yeah. It's digital now, baby. It's digital. <laughs> <laughs> so I I kind I liked I liked the the cape felt a lot different, you know, in this one, but. And then Vader felt a little different for some reason. And I understand, you know, it's well, it's not the same Vader, but uh, other than James Earl Jones' voice. But um, the the fact that he made a pun, <laughs> it's going, wow. Yep. That, <laughs> Dad humor. Dad humor. What is what mm-hmm. uh, the animator calls it? The, the joke choke or something like yep, that? Yeah, the joke choke. <laughs> You know, I, I found that doubly amusing because the, the the movie theater I always go to is one of these Alamo Draft House ones, and they're they're awesome theaters, and they serve you food mm-hmm. and drink. They have local craft beers, and it's really and they, and they have like strictly no talking, no texting. Anyone gets their mobile phone out during a movie, and the manager comes and tells them to put it away. Like they're really strict, and nice. And you, you just get people who go there who love to watch movies, so it's it's a great place. And um, when when they have this kind of intro about what the rules are for not talking and texting during the movie, they have it introduced in kind of a theme that matches that movie. So that during Star Wars movies, they have this this Darth Vader thing where it's kind of like a voiceover, and and it says. Uh, uh, this is a, a voicemail that we just got from an unhappy customer who we had to eject from the theater, and it's Darth Vader saying, I came to watch the movie, and you guys were dicks. I just put on my light <laughs> to find my seat. And, it, and it's like okay. complete Darth You guys are pieces of Sith. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, and it's Darth Vader to be doing these That's stupid awesome. puns. And then in the movie as well, it was like, this is too cool. Wow. Pieces of, I'm, wow, that's a... That's a that's an album. We gotta do that. Pieces of Sith. There we go. <laughs> you pieces of Sith. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> so oh, I got man. Another, I got an Easter egg that you guys missed. That I, What's that? Um. So when they're going through the Death Star plans, they're looking through stuff, and I actually thought it was one thing, and then I realized there's another. So it's like a double Easter egg. 
um, and they're going through the different files, and they, and they see one, they say, uh, like, Black Saber, um, which, wow. apparent, which is a callback to the Clone Wars. But when I first saw it, what I thought it was, was in, in the old Expanded Universe books, there's, a, there's one called Dark Saber, which is about right. a, which is about um, a super weapon based on the Death Star, but they only have the weapon housing and like a small command module, so it looks like a giant lightsaber. So they call it Darth Dark Saber. So that was my first thought was it was supposed to be like the Death Star, the Dark Saber, because one's based on the other. So I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool because whether or not it was intentional, it was kind of like a double Easter egg. Interesting. Hmm. And there's also another Easter egg of sorts, the fact that in-universe, they're now calling the crystals used in lightsabers kyber, kyber crystals. crystals. Yeah. yeah. And that's based off the, the first... Clone Wars. Well, yeah. even yeah. earlier than that, uh-huh. the first expanded universe book ever written. Yeah. Splinter right? of the Mind's Eye, I believe. Yeah. Holy crap, we got some nerds in the house. Uh, I think it was Alan Foster. Is that right? Excellent, yeah. And that was what was on... Chop off Darth Vader's hand, or Luke does, I think. Chops off Darth Vader's arm and throws him down a pit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the same crystal that that Jin was wearing, right? Right. Yeah. That kyber crystal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I was halfway hoping that that crystal would come back into play. And it kind of didn't. But for a split second, nope, there were a few, like, oh, there was, a, there was a few moments where I was like, oh, I hope this happens. Uh, and that was one of them where I, I hoped she was going to give that crystal to the blind guy and he would take his nope, staff dead. that looked kind of weird and that he would put it in there and that he would turn to a lightsaber. I was just kind of hoping it would happen. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, I also hoped that Jet Porkins would show up in that last battle, but he didn't. Oh yeah, Porkins Porkins should have been there. Right, exactly. Now he was making a donut. Okay, now now with the the crystal though, unless unless Jarrett had all of the components, because you know if you watch Clone Wars, you can see how the crystals are put together, where they're put together. I mean, the the whole lightsaber you know apparatus, but you need more than just the crystal. To, to create a lightsaber, so. Yeah, I like sorry. to think that guy was well-versed <laughs> in everything going on, and, and we were having a joke about this in, at lunch. I was saying, like, you know, it's like, I feel like he was that guy outside the Buddhist temple just waiting to get in, and, like, the, the Jedi were, like, a day away from saying, all right, let him come in, and then Darth showed up and killed everybody, and he just kind of <laughs> left there, like, God damn yeah. it, I could have been a Jedi, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what I thought. Well, they were guardians of the wills, right? Yeah, isn't that yeah. the original yeah. title of the Star Wars? Luke Starkiller yeah. and the Journal of the Wills. That's right. yeah, that's exactly what it was. There was uh, what, so they never really like, explained what like, the Wills were after that. Is that like yeah. one rank away from like Eagle Scout? You know, like they're ready to be <laughs> like just just about. He's, he's a will blow. So he's like a will blow. What? Yeah, whatever. A wee <laughs> blow. A wee blow. <laughs> it's wow. the wee. Yeah, but it's like, is that what they're like? Yeah. He's like ready to go. Yeah, they're just, they're handmaidens. I, you know what? I don't know. That dude. I, they're squires. He, he, he they're was, squires he to was, the night. He was one, one 
I don't know, one visit to Yoda away from being a Jedi. That's what he felt like to me. It was pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You, you know, know we can't see the dark. To, um, to Kyber Crystals, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a book, I think I said earlier, there's a book called Catalyst written by James Lucino. A pretty decent book, which is the prequel to Rogue One, and there's a lot in there, which is pretty. You know, I, I'm really in two minds about some of these new Star Wars books. Like, I love the original. You know, what fucking Disney have now decided is Legends. They're like, well, this is Legends and this is Canon. You can't fucking decide that Disney just because you bought something. You can't suddenly decide that the old <laughs> stuff doesn't exist and it's not dicks. Anyway, but I, I'm kind of torn on it from that point of view. But but Catalyst is actually a pretty decent book, and um, there's a lot in there about these kyber crystals and the way they affect Galen Erso as he's working with them, and and the kind of split between the the pull of the dark side and the pull of the light side of the force, and it's it's pretty interesting stuff. So uh, definitely worth checking wow. out Catalyst. Oh, okay, I will. You know, you we need to put a link to that because I, I want to check that book out. Catalyst. Catalyst. Yeah. Lucino. Okay. You know what I just James realized? I, did we? Did we all like this movie more than The Force Awakens? Because I'm hearing, you know, I remember our show from last year uh, talking about The Force Awakens, and I don't remember this many of us on going this nutso over it. I mean, I know we liked it, but there were so many complaints, too. This one, it feels like people really walked away going, whoa, that, that, was, that was different. It was great. I don't know. This one might be my top spot right now for all. Like, I loved this one. Whoa. Yeah. This one, Eric won me. And and like I said, Star Wars, like, especially A New Hope has been, like, my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. Like, A New Hope and Empire have been, like, my two favorite movies tied for first pretty much my entire life. And this one is, like, it's now a three-way tie between like, I have such love for them all for very different reasons. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't know. Like, this one this one beat out Force Awakens, which was probably my third favorite Star Wars movie up until this. Yeah. You know yeah, what, though? I've got to ask, before we get into Rogue One versus Episode Seven, uh, for me, there's a question that kind of precedes that. And you remember when the new Ghostbusters movie came out and there was this meme that showed like a fat middle-aged guy in a Ghostbusters costume and it said uh, this movie was not meant for him and then it's got a kid, like a young girl in a Ghostbusters costume and it says it was meant for her. And that, like, you know, the whole, the whole theme was this isn't meant for middle-aged fanboys who just want to see their, their old childhood dreams recreated. Basically, fuck those guys. This is one for the kids. And... You know, and that, that's kind of how it turned out. It was still a fun movie. It wasn't Ghostbusters, but, it, you know, my kids loved it. And, and, you know, it really needed no frame of reference to the old Ghostbusters movies at all to enjoy it. Um, do you think Rogue One is like the opposite of that? It was a movie that was really made for the diehard fans and that the kids yes. are there saying, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know who these yep. are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely by <laughs> fans, for fans. Yes yeah. or no? Yes, by fans. Because I think this one sure. stands alone pretty well. You, I think you could go in with very little Star Wars knowledge and and go, okay. If, you could watch this one, then 4, 5, and 6 and get it. Like, it would make perfect... I think there's there would be more information you'd be getting as you went in the later movies, but you could probably come into this one and know it fairly well. Wow. I think that's a fair assessment. 
And I think it's probably also a really good jumping on point if there's been, because I know a few people, and I don't like any of those people, but there's been a few people who are who just, like, don't like or don't get Star Wars, and maybe it's just because they're used to more modern uh, filming techniques or whatever. Who? Don't, what? We don't hang out with any of those people. No, we don't. Who gives a shit? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying... <laughs> I am. I'm just saying... <laughs> It's it's definitely the first modern Star Wars film. It has it's not trying to emulate the old movies at all. It's it's its own thing. And uh, by the way, yeah. we have we have somebody who's been on hold for what we need to we need to bring this person on for a minute and uh, find out I who they are. And, you know, if they don't like it, yeah. they're off. Yeah. Exactly. Let's see, uh, caller from the five four zero. Yep. Hello. Who's this? Yeah, this is DB. Hey, welcome back, man. Uh, hey, DB, how are you doing? doing We're discussing. Good. How about you? good. We're discussing Star Wars. Are you a Star Wars fan? Somewhat. I'm more of a DC fan, but I like Star Wars every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I tell you what, we've got we've got some uh, um, questions for you later in the show because we said we were going to bring you back and, and have you answer some. Uh, questions about yourself so i'm going to put you on hold really quick because this this is a we got so many people on the panel right now that it's going to go a little insane um so but then we'll bring you back on in just a little bit is that okay all right sounds good sounds good thanks don't don't go anywhere okay all right i i didn't i don't think it would be fair to bring someone on who's not as 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 crazy about because they'd they'd be lost in this conversation right now. So, yeah, um, yeah with the <laughs> with um the wealth of knowledge we've got going here, it's uh you, you can I'm barely keeping up. So you know what though? I I, uh, I really respect people who are who are honest like like DB was just saying, yeah, I like watching it every once in a while. That that to me is an honest reaction. I I had people say to me, you know, I I turn up at work decked out in Star Wars gear on the day that the movie was on, and I left like three hours early with no excuse to just run to the movie theater. <laughs> and, you know, whatever people would ask me about it, I'd say, fuck, I'm seeing Star Wars, dude. And, and one guy said to me, oh, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. And he said, the only thing I've never understood is, what are all the monsters? And I said, dude, what are you talking about, monsters? And he said, like, there are all these monsters. Like, there's some that look like squid, and there's one that looks like a fish with his head. And I'm those are aliens, man. You realize this is in space, right? And oh yeah, <laughs> have you ever even seen it? <laughs> what do you think of Star Apartment? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, those <laughs> are the you, people. Did that you walk me. away from him? Did you hit him I with your lightsaber? Because you should have. You should have. Yeah. I literally um, turned my back. I choked him good. out actually with the dark side of the force. Good. I was just going to no say that. That's that was... a more satisfying response. <laughs> 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 it was a boring a conversation friend. anyway. Right. <laughs> I had a friend tell me every time she tried to watch A New Hope, she fell asleep. So, it, was the, uh, it was the first time that in my life that I was literally, utterly speechless. And she thought I was making fun of her because I was actually unable to form words. My mouth was moving when nothing came out. And then finally, I just, I just said, how? She's like, what do you mean? I said, because there's it's constant action. How do you fall asleep in that? You know, that's a deal breaker, right? When when I'm sorry, when I was growing up, if if the guy didn't like Star Wars, I was, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'll call you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we had to we had projects together. We were I was required to know her, so I, I didn't have a choice on that. But I never let her forget it either. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. funny. I I actually gave a ride. So I do Uber on the side, and um, I gave a ride to a guy late last week who I found out about halfway through the ride was actually an animator at um, Pixar. So after after getting over my jealousy, um, <laughs> we we talked a bit, and I'm like, so did you guys get to screen Rogue One? And he said, yeah, we did. We did get to screen it. I'm like, so so what did you think? And he said, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I won't I won't say. I, I, I said, did you like it? Did you hate it? And he's like, well. I won't say anything. I'll just say that, unfortunately, I fell asleep. But I tend to fall asleep at all screenings that we do there because it's a really uh. nice, it's a really nice quiet theater. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was amusing. He just says he, he said he literally just falls asleep at movies. Like that's his thing. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get my with, okay, good. I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's even. He possible. just didn't like Tarkin. <laughs> okay, what about the music? You know, one of my very favorite composers um, did this one. It was Michael Giacchino uh, from uh, from Lost. I think Lost was his first. Uh, um, uh, Incredibles, man. And, and, oh, Incredibles. Yeah, but that wasn't the first one he did. I thought Lost and then Incredible. Or was it Incredibles first? Uh, yeah, Incredibles came yeah. before Lost. Yeah. Did it? Okay. I think you're right. So yeah, yeah he's he's amazing. Fuck and Lost. What? That, well, that better be Biff because Biff is as yeah. big a Losty fan as I am. I love yeah. that show. I know, right? You oh, brought it God. up and it made the feels come in. I know, I know, right? Giacchino, man. I'm telling you, if you took the music out of Lost, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as, I'm sorry, he's so powerful. So when I learned that he was doing this movie, I was like, it worked. It worked. It wasn't distracting. Yeah, I was hoping for it a Patsy Cline you know. tune, though. Were you oh. hoping for a Patsy Cline tune? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> they shoot all over in Lost. Yeah. But also, yeah. I know everyone's already forgotten about it, but um, he did the music for Doctor Strange as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did? He did. Yeah. See, I haven't seen oh. Doctor Strange. I'm sad to say. I, I haven't seen that one yet. Bug. Yeah, me either. I'm, I'm ashamed. Bug was... Uh, here, Bug was come, out, uh, come out here. We'll watch together. Yeah, let's go watch it together. And, and usually Bug and I will go to movies together, and that's it. But <laughs> I was really, really sick at the time, and I knew that by the time I got better, he would miss out on all it. So I'm going to go. So he went. He went with our kids. So. You gotta, you gotta see it. Yeah, I've gotta see it. Especially, I think anyone who enjoyed the early days, in particular, of Doctor Strange comics, yeah. can appreciate its tribute to the weird, wacky Ditko art that was Psychic. that was representing other dimensions and stuff. Right, and Tilda Swinton. I love her. But anyway, we're not talking about Doctor Strange, are we? Hey, they're both Marvel. Okay, but you know and what? The okay. villain in Doctor Strange was Jyn Erso's father in Rogue One. That's true. That's right. Wait, That's totally wait, true. Wait. Oh wow. Um, Mad Cannibal Lecter himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Was it Mad Nicholson? Is that right? 
Uh, I don't know. He had great eye makeup, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Beautiful. Yeah, he did. Beautiful. Um, so I have got a question for you, nerds. Um, and now, so there's a whole bunch of people that, that you know. The more time goes on, there's more and more people who have never seen a Star Wars movie at all. And maybe that'll be remedies as, as these new ones come out. But somebody approaches you; they've never ever seen a single Star Wars movie. Now that we have Rogue One in the mix, where do you tell them to start? Uh, oh, I still start at four. Four. Or New Hope. Um, that's hard because Rogue One is so intense. I don't know if you could start with that and then do the other movies. You know what I mean? It might. Yeah. It might be like, oh well, these other ones are. I mean, it's not like it's not like they weren't intense for their day, but Rogue One is such a. It ups the ante so much. It, I think it it's does. a good idea to start. <laughs> Everyone dies. Come on. Everyone dies. And, oh, and I, okay, Vader I think I got insane. it. So, uh huh. I think I got it. It's, it's four, five, six, seven. And then instead of the prequel movies, you watch Rogue One. And that's it. You watch those <laughs> five. You just cut the prequels out. You got four, five, six, seven, Rogue One. I, you know what? You guys keep talking about these prequels. What 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 are these prequels you're talking about? Because I don't know of any prequels. There, oh, yes, oh, no, I don't. No, I don't. George, they don't George Lucas has, hasn't made yet. Because you know they who Darth Maul is. Don't hate it. They don't it. You know what? I, I, we never, we never, and we watch, we're the type of family that literally, I think I've seen Lord of the Rings hundreds of times. We will watch something That's over and over people. and over again just because just we love it, right? We almost never go back. The only thing we go back to in the prequels is we will pull out Duel of the Fate music to use every single time we can when it's appropriate for anything. <laughs> so that's that's what we go back for. We go back for that. We like Darth Maul, or, well, more more appropriately, Ray Parks' choreography. He's amazing. Yeah, story, okay. Oh, God. Angst-ridden teenager. You know, I'd rather watch Clone Wars to learn what Anakin Skywalker was like because it's amazing. Clone Wars is great, but the prequels, I just wanted to slap him in his face. That's it. Fight scenes, fight scenes from the prequels are pretty good. That's those it. are yeah, those are and, pretty good. I, I'll give that. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But they're almost too much. Who's they're outside? Almost too much for Sarah. Who's outside? Who's got, who's got, got background, background air going? Yeah, yeah, you're busted. Who is that? Like Nobody. Airplane. Not me. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. So, I've got to confess, I actually really, you know, I wouldn't say the prequels stand up as well as the other movies, but honestly, you give me a choice of do I watch Phantom Menace or any of the prequels versus Batman versus Superman? I watch Phantom Menace. Oh, oh prequels okay. all day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, there are bad that's movies. That's that's apples and poo, you know. So <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. There's, I like the no extended comp- edition of that. That's all of, I saw. I didn't what? see the original. I saw the extended of, of Batman vs Superman. I saw the extended edition. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> oh my God! You I thought for w- an even longer amount of time. <laughs> to be fair, I went in knowing that everyone hated it, which made it better. Uh-huh. If you go in thinking something is going to be shit, and it's only like a mild turd, it's not that bad. 
What's a mild turd? <laughs> okay, if you go and expecting like to have diarrhea and it's just like a fart, it's really not that bad of an experience. So it's so it's kind of like a shark. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it's a soft that's all. It's a soft serve. Okay, okay, Spectre, Spectre, I need you to say something and bring the level of the show a little back up. Uh, that's 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 you're kill. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to say something that blew my mind today, right? So I'm looking on IMDb purely because I'd forgotten the name of the blind ninja samurai dude and uh, Chiro, and I'd forgotten his name. I'm looking on IMDb to find the actor who played him, and you go on the the Star Wars Rogue One page on IMDb, and up at the top of the page is a photo, and the tagline is, Our Favorite Star Wars Cosplayers. At the top of the page is a photo of a red stormtrooper who you guys know very well, the hip-hop stormtrooper. Oh, wow. It's oh, literally yeah. at the top of the Rogue One IMDb page. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's pretty awesome. I mean, that yeah. guy was great. We loved him. Why don't we all And uh, a- why isn't he on the show? Why isn't he on the you show? You know what? We should. We'll, we'll call him. We'll, we'll try to get him on the show. Um, but, you Biff, know, let's we should go get have... him on the show. We'll get him on Geek Pile <laughs> first. It'll be a race. Okay, get him on Geek Pile first. Go. We should... Matthew. We should uh, get our own uh, uh, because all he did was he took a stormtrooper outfit and you know he took the armor and and painted it red and then added some hip hop bling um, and carries around a boombox. The guy is really awesome, but the thing that he's got going for him outside of the armor because anybody can wear armor, right? He is shaped like a stormtrooper. He's what, what you think a stormtrooper should be. When we went to Lucas. Um, ranch, they had a life-size stormtrooper, which is a little larger than life. And when he took off his helmet, this was the thing. He looked, he was from, where was he from? He wasn't New a, Zealand. He was from New, New Zealand. Zealand. And he looked like a freaking clone trooper. I was just, I was going, this is creepy. This dude is, is real life. Right? He, was, he was Django Fett. He was Django Fett. The, yeah, the line, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper, made actual perfect sense with him around. Right. Because everyone's exactly. a little short to be a stormtrooper with him. Yep. <laughs> he is like a foot taller than you. Yeah. It was awesome. He right? was. So why don't we, you know, just for fun, why don't we all get stormtrooper outfits and, um, you know, do them out ourselves just the way he did it? Because that's all he did was he made it. His oh, own you're way. buying? I, I, right. You know what? If, if we were going to start yeah. a group, I'd buy. I would go to work. Strictly to do that, I really would. You can quote me on I'm that. working. I'm working my way towards a Mando impact. It's going to be painted blue impact. with the logo painted onto the chest. That's that's actually you, what, that's my goal. That's it's right. to make a Mando impact costume. Have you hey, uh, talked Biff, to you, uh, a show about that? Have you? What's that? Yeah. Biff, Biff and I did Biff a show the with the Mandalorian merch. Yes, yeah. we did. See, sounds like a complicated process. <laughs> we could all be Mercs, but I think, I, I, you know, honestly, I love the Mercs. Um, you know, and, and we had a bunch of them at our wedding. God, we did. That was so cool. Um, but the thing is, when you see a stormtrooper, because the Mercs are all about detail out your costume the way you want, you know, so you expect them to all look slightly different. With a stormtrooper, to see one that's slightly different is, whoa, dude, check that one out. Because they, they pretty much still all go around in the black and white. So that's why I'm thinking that the hip-hop stormtrooper is so, <laughs> excuse the expression, impactful. 
Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but yeah, I think you'd make an awesome Mando impact. I think that'd oh, be yeah. bad. But I'd want to do the Stormtroopers. That'd be, that'd be really hey, here's cool. a here's a tangent. Tangent question. Favorite Stormtrooper right. variant? Spectre, go. Um, I've got to say probably Commander Cody um, from the Clone Wars. Good one. Good Which one? one? The original Cody. Episode 2 era or the Episode 3 revamp? I, uh, yeah, I like the Episode 2 era. The uh, Yeah, I, the classic. Classic Cody for me. There you go. Uh, Dan Mater. Uh, you know... It can be the original. I, I really like... I really uh, was having... Uh, I was enjoying seeing the tank troopers in this Rogue One. Good one. Oh, yeah. But originally, Good my one. first love was the uh, scout troopers from Jedi. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the ones that ride the speeder bikes, right? Yeah, that was yeah. my first love. Yeah. What about Still you? Got the uh, action figure. Yeah. What about uh? What about you, Biff? The snow stormtrooper from Empire Strikes Back. I knew it. That's oh, so yeah. weird. I was gonna say he's probably gonna love the snow snow stormtrooper. You just like them because they get the big guns. <laughs> that and they have that cool like I don't know the front part of their helmets like that weird leathery like just I don't know it's, I like their helmets it's they got neck gaiters yeah the KKK yeah impact so from the original trilogy the scout troopers but from Clone Wars um, and probably my all time favorite is the uh, the clone Sev's clone commando outfit with the, oh. with the blood stripes down the with the bloody handprint on the face. Yeah. Wow. They don't know who I'm talking wow. about. Like, yeah, that's good. And and thanks to the Clone Wars, those guys are canon. That's yeah. true. Had a brief cameo. Uh, yeah, I almost forgot about those guys too. About yours. My well, I was gonna say the Republic commandos in general. Um. They're no longer canon, but I I liked the idea of um, I, I, I it's been so long since I read that the, the Republic Commando novels had an alternate squad of Republic Commandos. Um, the the um, they had that, Omega Squad. Omega. The black ones, the main the, the main one from the books. Yeah. Yeah, that's Omega. Yeah, they, they had matte black armor. I like the idea of that. Never got to see it, <laughs> but um, but between like the if we're going from episode two like generic white stormtrooper all the way up through the Force Awakens uh, first order stormtroopers, I think my favorite is the episode three era white stormtroopers, the the clones. They're kind of the scariest looking. Something about the Force Awakens stormtroopers just bothered me. They were a little too bulky. They're like new cars. Yeah. Think about it. You know how new cars now are so they're they're so rounded out and kind of fat, um, more curvy and such, a little more blown out. That's that's what they felt like to me. Yeah. From Force Awakens, I like the flame stormtrooper ones and the yeah, the, like the black the, the Tie Fighter pilot were really slick looking. Too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What about you, Rock? Whichever one has uh, a riot shield. 
Yeah, yeah, right? Right. I I you know what? Um I love Clone Wars. Um but I you know, I I think cuz I love Rex. Rex uh from who's who's making noise? <laughs> but I there you go. But I also, you know what? I love the classics. I I love classic Stormtrooper outfits because they're recognizable everywhere, everywhere. So variants on them, you know, you can walk into a room and, and um, not everybody would know what uh, a Clone Trooper outfit from, you know, the Clone Wars, was, but everybody would know the Stormtrooper. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Star Wars, you know, so True. classic. Very iconic. Yeah, totally go. iconic, you yeah. know. So we got that, that group, the Tomorrowland Troopers, don't we, Biff? And and, and uh, we were um, a group that would go to Disneyland every year together. And, uh, yeah, because there are groups that go together. And we, we created the Tomorrowland Troopers. Um, but now Biff goes on cruises instead, Disney cruises. What are you talking instead about? Of going to you Disneyland guys are the kids go this year. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we went to Disneyland, but we didn't go to, to, to uh, on the cruise. Next time, next time. They gotta yeah, have a Star right, Wars right. cruise. We're all there. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh God, it's expensive too. <laughs> <laughs> we should create our own Star Wars. You know how there's Project Hope every Future year. Future Rebel and just uh, stow away. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know they have, yeah, they have Project Hope every year. We should do we should do a, um, a Star Wars uh, meet up every year, just for any nerds That'd like us cool. who want to. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah. You know well, you know what? The, uh, the Warrior Dash on April 8th, mm-hmm. 2017 is in, well, just outside Los Angeles, near Anaheim. So uh, there's a good possibility a whole bunch of us are going to be very, very local to Disneyland in spring break. Whoa, dude. Oh, wait, Disneyland during spring break? Oh, no. Yeah. Why can't it be like the week before <laughs> after? Yeah, we've been to Disneyland when they wouldn't take any more people in during spring break because it was it was too packed, and that sucks. So, hey, but if they don't do that, I say we all bring Star Wars stuff, and we all go, uh, we all do something weird Star Wars together. That'd be wonderful. Can't do it at the park. No, 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 not at the park. Not at the park. Okay. But I'm saying, okay. if, it's, if it's Disneyland at, at um, you know, during spring break, you won't get in anyway. It's, it's like I said, we've actually been turned away because it was too crowded. Um, and they can only have so many. Can you believe that? Disneyland actually turned people away. But because uh, spring break is, you know, it's huge. Um, so if we don't get to do that, everybody get some Star Wars gear together before next April. And let's do something. If nothing, we could do an outreach together. You know, something nerdy. Something nerdy and cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're all about. So, um so talking of nerdy yeah, I, and cool, we we I guess we do have to do a little bit of superhero stuff on this show. So uh, we may we're you know we're uh, not that long to the end of the show, and we may actually need to focus on doing our duty, as they say. Hey, then everybody who's on the panel right now online, think of one question. We've got we've got DB Defender on here for with the new group uh, of his or new you know couple people that he's named the. Justice Alliance Initiative, not not a <laughs> not going to be confusing at all. I have to tell you, DB, with the initiative. But um, anyway, it's a uh, that's a popular about, name. That is a popular name. Give give everybody grab one question that you would ask him because that's what we do in in our 
Super 7, it's oh. seven minutes that you get to sell us on your team or you or, or you know, whatever you're doing. So everybody have a, a real-life superhero-type question to, to, to ask this guy, as in, like, what made you start this? He's got seven minutes. So there's seven of us? How many of us are there? Six. Six of us. You can say one, one minute, one answer, or 30 seconds to each answer. So. All right. So you got that, DB? What you're going to do is each one of us is going to give you a, a question. It's like a interview panel, like a job. You're interviewing for real-life superhero in your town, and you've got like under a minute to answer um, each one of our six questions. How does that sound? Okay. All right. Okay. Somebody breathing like Darth Vader? That's pretty rad. Who's doing that? That's really cool. Wow. We should also start doing that. Probably me. I've got pneumonia. (laughs) She said, I am your father. Poor baby. Okay, uh, who wants to start? Give me some fucking NyQuil. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, who wants to start? Be back in the back of the tank. (laughs) Okay, we've got, got, uh, like I said, try to answer each question in about a minute. That's how we do this. Can you do that? Okay. And I'll 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 let you know when a minute is up when you uh so who wants to go first? Go on the Rock Ladies Fest. Oh great. I'm the one with the timer and I've gotta go first now here. Okay. <laughs> so uh it follow that. In one minute, what uh what made you decide to do this real life superhero stuff and go? Okay. Well, um it I actually had the idea since I was real little but I kind of I stuck with it for a while, and then it began to kind of fizzle into a wet firecracker, I guess you could say. But then one day I'm I'm actually watching Good Morning America, and I see um, Phoenix Jones actually being interviewed, and then I'm looking at some other real life superheroes, and I'm like, oh wow! So I'm not the only crazy person that's actually doing this, and that even has the idea. So because um, I was always inspired by superheroes ever since I was a boy. So um, because I always admired how they, you know, help people in time of need, whether it's not just crime fighting, but, you know, helping the homeless. And um, when I seen that, I went full force with it, did like a two-year research before I ever even officially started out, in, like actually out in the field. So um, after the two-year research, I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready to do this. And that's when I just decided to, I mean, all together become a, a real-life superhero because, I knew this was something that I wanted to do long term, apart with my other job as a home health care nurse. So, oh, I mean, this is that's one yeah. minute. But you can you can uh you can keep going, but you'll cut into the other one. So, home health care no, 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 nurse, huh? Yep, that's pretty yep. good. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, who's next? Well, you know, I, I've got a question that kind of carries on from what you were just saying. So, um, yeah. what, what would you say is the most important skill or the most important background for the for the type of work that you do? Uh, um, you mean as a home health care nurse? Or, uh, no, no, know? I mean as you know, the kind of the the second job that you've taken on in in the evenings. Oh, oh, okay. That's the real life superhero. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's All where right. I was going. Right. Okay, <laughs> no worries. <man>. Um, <laughs> So it's like the type, like the the type of duties, I guess, right? Well, well I, I guess um, I'm more thinking that if somebody's going to get into this, um, 
what, what's, what's the one, or not even the one skill, but what would be the most important skills that you would say to them before you get into this whole real-life superhero walking around in the middle of the night luck? Uh, you know, what are, the, what are the primary things that you should know before you, before you get involved? Well, uh, it's actually funny that you say that because I've actually had some people actually ask me that when I'm actually out there in the field. Um, and I always tell them, number one, know what you're getting into, you know, know what's, you know, know what's legal in your city and state because um, just, you know, know your basic rights because a lot of people that I've met out in the field, they don't even really 100% know what all those rights are. And so I, I would always tell them, you know, you know, know, know what your um, legal um Perimeters are, you know, talk to a lawyer, find out what's going on, what's what's legal, what's not, um, and just um, because I mean, if you're gonna do this, you know, you need to make sure that you're doing this the right way and not doing something illegal where you know you see a guy that may look like that they're they may be attacking someone or but they're just like playing games, but then you're thinking it's the wrong way, and then someone actually jumps in there and says, "Oh no, don't beat me up, no, no, just don't don't actually do that no know, know what's going on first because I mean 'cause I've seen some people on Facebook has actually asked me about that too, and um, I actually heard on the news one time that a guy tried to do the same thing of being a real life superhero except he went a little too far, and he actually right. went or as wearing a mask that's actually illegal in their state, and it was, it was actually at a Home Depot um, parking lot, and the dude actually carried handcuffs with him, and, I mean, he just kind of, uh, I mean, well, not kind of, I mean, he really went in the far deep and as to what you shouldn't do because if you're not allowed to wear a mask in a certain state, then don't wear a mask if I'm you can't. So uh, unless you have now, okay, now, Wait, hold on. That was that was your your that was yeah. We we got to keep it to seven minutes. Remember, so that was times yeah, up on that one. That was a good okay. answer, though. Yeah. Okay. So uh, who's next? And by the way, the the um, the chimes. I'll make it louder so you'll be able to hear uh, when it goes off. Uh, who's next? Who's got another question? There, we'll put it that. Can't miss that one, huh? <laughs> there you go. All right. So who's next? Who hasn't gone there? Danimator, do you want to ask a question? Oh, what are we? What are we supposed to do in this? Uh, in this uh, uh, sequence? Okay. Uh, thanks for playing. Impact. Would you like to ask a question? <laughs> um, sure. So, you talked a lot about the legal stuff. I want to know. Um, and you mentioned being a home health trainer. So I want to know what other trainings that you have and that you suggest your, or that you either want your teammates to have or you suggest people have. So it's not just knowing – I don't just want to know about what you think people should know. I want to know what you think people should train in specifically. Okay. All right. That, 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 that's actually really good. Um, I prefer to have – First off, having basic medical training, you know, first aid, CPR. Um, if you if you have some background as an EMT, they, that's that's great. That's one that's great all the way. Um, another thing is, um, you know, making sure that okay, that you understand, you know, what are the um, what are the standards that you 
um, are to well, no, actually, scratch that for a second. Um, like, what what are you able to do and what you're not able to do, whether it's um, in the medical field or just because, okay, like for instance, okay, um, someone that I knew was actually one of the, um, was actually a, being a firefighter, and then one is a security guard. So, in in that, um, if they, uh, I prefer them to also have some kind of training in law um, because of the fact that, whether it's law and law enforcement, because of the fact that um, I just want to, you know, make sure not to, you know, get that person in trouble or even get myself in trouble because, and and, and even even in the medical field, you, you can get yourself in trouble because you may have someone that, you know, may want medical help and you have someone that may not want medical help, but you're giving it to them anyway and then that's where you get in trouble, but I, I want to make sure right. that they. Okay. That was that's your timer. Good. That's good answer too. Good answer. And and believe it, we don't want to cut you off. We just like I said, we have we whenever we do this, we got to give everybody the same amount of time. So, um, but we like your answer. Now now, Danimator, we'll give you another chance. Did you do you hear what we're doing? We're trying to we're trying to uh, give them a quick interview here. I think we got time for one more. One more question. So if, 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 if somebody's got one and wants to ask one, this animator. I got one. Uh, all right. All right. What is there the most, I got to get all super villainy now. What is the most uh, worthwhile trait for a real life superhero to have? Ooh, good. Hmm. And Ooh. Go. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that's good. that's good. That's kind of got me in a little um, ditch right there. Um, hmm. Good question. <laughs> I guess it would really just all depend. I really can't think of a like really good trait because it just really all depends on the individual. Because um, it, it's just I mean, there I mean. A lot of real life superheroes that I've known have different um, have different traits, and I mean it's I mean it's just it's just really all depending on the individual. I really can't give like an exact answer on that because I mean every person is different. Every person has their own traits, and that trait also you know can also be a part of their personality and and then identifies who they are. So I so I mean I mean that. I mean, being that, I mean, I, I really can't give a 100%, you know. Yeah. Well, you, there you go. You you ran out of time, so you don't have to anymore. But so, you know, um, that was a good question, Biff. We're going to have to have a show centered on that. Hey, right. the supervillain yeah. in me says, uh, the supervillain in me says it's compassion. But, hey, you yeah. know. That's a good one. That's, That's the way I look at it. But I like how the you know, super villain in you is what says compassion. Like that's the best part of that's right? right about that phrase. Isn't that funny? The, oh my god! And it's the super villain villains run it. It's say <laughs> compassion, and that's why that's why I like the super villains. For that yeah, one alone, nope. I like super villains. Not all super villains are created equal, or so I hear. Super villains are okay. Look, we're down to our last two and a half minutes. So with that, I think that my co-host and I, and all of our wonderful guest hosts, uh. We gotta, we gotta finish up. We gotta say thank you, Specter. Uh, do we and have we got, to we do. Another we hour and a half. 
We Come should on. have made it another hour and a half. I do want to say that an upcoming episode, I'm not sure if it's the next one or the one following, but uh, and by the way, DB Defender, awesome answers. Thank you very much. See, people know more about you now. But we do have a, uh, a show coming up uh, eventually. We are going to do one on underwear, superhero underwear. Yes. Basically, and the reason we're doing that is because if we've all worn costumes, including you supervillains, Biff, um, we all know that yep. things can chafe, and there is a downside to wearing those. Oh, so we, we want to have an underwear. Yes, we are. We're having one. So uh, with that, I'm going to turn I'm it in. over to my co-host to take us out. Yes, you are. We're going to drag you in. Yeah, so, I think I'm sick that... for that show. Um... Oh man, how do you wrap up a Star Wars show? Well, I guess all I can say is that we are one with the Force, and the Force is with us. It's been a uh, yeah. And and honestly, I'm sure if we did a round of favorite quote from the movie, every single one of us would say that. I mean, come on. Um, (laughs) Or maybe did you think that was me? Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was good too. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've just got to say thanks to everyone for joining. It's been. uh, Fun dissecting one of my favorite movies in years. Um, so thanks, yeah, thanks to everyone for for our geek pal friends, Biff and the Danimator, for Nightbug and Rock as ever, for Dark Defender for joining us, for Impact, who's been Thank our you. most reliable caller for ages now. Thanks, dude, and stands in when when I'm not available to host, which is pretty damn awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks thanks for everyone for joining us. It's been a hell of a ride, and we look forward to doing it again uh, same bat time, same bat channel next week. All right. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Is this a Star Wars outro? We have a Star Wars outro. I'm waiting as usual for it to play. I'm hearing it. it I can hear it. I can hear it. Blog talk. I may the force be with you, everybody. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Love you. We'll see you guys. Take it easy, guys. Watch yourself. We're wanted men. I have the death sentence on 12 systems.